Welcome to the OFLC podcast. Today we are talking about loot boxes, what they are and potential harms. I am Caitlin. I am the classification advisor at the OFLC and I'll be asking a few questions today. Hi, I'm Shi. I am a classification advisor at the Office of Firm Literature Classification and I am also interested in gaming and I have in fact bought loot boxes before. I'm Kellen, I'm 14 and go to Onslow College and I just really like games. So what is a loot box? It's an item that you can obtain somehow in a video game. You might get something like a weapon for the game that changes the way you can play the game or you might get like a different outfit for a character that's in the game that you play as. A lot of the time companies are now advertising that they're cosmetic only does sort of promote a type of elitism or like I have a super rare item and you don't which may lead someone to think well I could continue grinding to level 57 to unlock a free loot box or I could shell out 20 bucks and get 10 right now. They're very common with most AAA games but now it's also becoming the indie game scene is seeing what big developers are doing and also jumping on the bandwagon. And they're very common because they're seen as a way to prop up low sales as you only need a few people to completely indulge themselves and spend thousands on the game to prop up a couple of hundred people not buying it. What makes loot boxes attractive they're very animated and there's always that chance of getting something incredibly rare which could be worth a lot within the game but also outside of the game why do people think that loot boxes are similar to gambling in terms of whether or not loot boxes are gambling i know that um in new zealand we don't classify loot boxes as gambling it doesn't fall within the construction of our law many countries constructions of gambling require money to be able you know kind of an actual monetary output to be possible so you need to be able to actually get money from the product for it to be gambling the australian uh senate called for an inquiry into loot boxes last year Um, The Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Psychiatrists made a submission for that uh, kind of report that they put together. And basically their submission was like, well, there are five elements of loot boxes that are psychologically quite similar to something like gambling. So you have that kind of uncertainty around, you know, how many loot boxes you need to open before you can get a specific item. So like Callum was saying, um, you know, sometimes there's always that potential to get that item, that really rare item that you want, that's going to make you, you know, that's going to give you a little bit of social status among your friends as well. Like I've heard um, tell of um, actually bullying, you know, kind kind of kids bullying other kids for not having, you know, kind of special skins. Are loot boxes addictive like gambling? Things that are psychologically seen as being akin to gambling is, is, you know, kind of another element of that is that it needs to be very easy and accessible to the person who is able to, you know, who is doing the gambling style behavior, right? So, like, if you're sitting at a pokey, you can easily go and push another one and 
loot boxes are very similar. They're usually at the title screen of a game. They're usually quite highlighted. You can just buy another one. The game will give you, quite often give you loot boxes to get you in there and then you open one and then they're like, cool, here, you know, this is how you buy more. This is how you get more loot boxes. So they're kind of constantly doing it and it's so easy to access and it's just, you know, that random chance really gets into, you know, the, the way that people um, process basically, you know, kind of their, their, your dopamine <laughs> really there's enough there that uh you know psychiatric experts really do see something concerning in the first instance even when it's not kind of defined as gambling even when you can't cash that money out cash that item out for real money it it's the behavior that they're quite worried about once you're invested um, because the game also has that element of investment, right? But like I said before, there was also that social element that perpetuates this kind of continued play, this continued use of these items because they wanna, they've already invested so much in it, so, you know, they might as well continue going. Like, you might as well keep grinding for that, you know, that, that rare, that rare skin or the, the gun or whatever it is. One, one friend who I asked, I asked, why do you spend money on Fortnite? It's a free game and you get nothing out of other than skins. And he said, well, I bought them initially and now I just kind of keep playing the game because otherwise it would be a waste. What do your friends think of them, Callan? We mostly just kind of hate them. Well, not hate them, but we don't buy them. Like, there's definitely the vocal minority, which just all they do all they want is to brag to other people about how much they spent on a game what is the likelihood of getting the item you want difficult to you know and and that's kind of what the the, the um, submission from the royal psychiatry college uh, comes from right it's like you never know what you're going to get and you never know how many you're going to need before you get the thing that you want do game companies know that loot boxes have a bad reputation yeah, it's definitely got a bad reputation to the point that it's advertising to say that you don't have them. They're trying to distance themselves from it and they won't even advertise that and they won't advertise that it has surprise mechanics. They'll advertise that it doesn't have loot boxes. Loot boxes have a very bad rep um among people who play video games. Um, people are quite vocal, they you know, think that they're the, basically the whole system is anti-consumer if you pay a full price you know amount for a game you, you know like triple a games are like maybe like 119 dollars on release in new zealand um you know if you've if you've paid that much for a game then you shouldn't expect to have to pay more money to get your specific items that are in the game but that the game has just locked away from you basically and that's a lot of that's a view that's quite a common view i think within people who play video games and people who kind of talk about video games uh on the internet is that why game companies are dropping loot boxes? So I think that that's one of the reasons. That's one of the main reasons. In fact, that is almost entirely the main reason why um, game companies are dropping loot boxes. But there's also a fear, I think, from the companies because we have so many... Another reason why game companies are dropping loot boxes is because there is a lot of legal and government interest in loot boxes at the moment. Belgium, for example, has banned them. The Netherlands, you know, have banned some of them. Um, you're required to disclose rates, um, drop, you know, percentage drop rates in China. I think in South Korea as well. Um, and 
you know, kind of other countries are definitely looking into it. Australia and UK are still looking at what they're going to do. And obviously our office, the Office of Formal Logistics Classification is also, you know, we're, we're talking about them now, right? Like we're talking about loot boxes. You're listening to us talk. So I think that's another aspect is that game companies don't want legislative movement into here. So they don't want kind of government to start moving, encroaching into this territory, basically. So I think that's partly why some game companies are dropping loot boxes. I don't think loot boxes are quite going away in the sense that, you know, kind of with mobile games and with all of that kind of content that, you know, they're still, loot boxes are still going very strong. Um, you know, games, mobile games continue to come out. There's, a part of that is just, I think there's, it's more difficult to regulate in that field rather than kind of games that are published and that have, you know, big publishers who release lots of discs and are really heavily subscribed, right? I definitely don't think we'll be seeing the end of loot boxes for a while. But we'll definitely be seeing them evolve and like, because obviously randomness is a good gameplay mechanic. It can lead to more interesting outcomes, but I don't think that that has to be monetized in every single game. So what is good about loot boxes? Yeah, it's definitely satisfying when you finally unlock one, but then it kind of loses its satisfaction when it's worth like three cents yeah i think there's definitely i agree i think that there's definitely a lot of satisfaction to be gained from opening a loot box that's kind of their point that's their entire thing right is they're designed to be attractive to be fun to be really colorful to make a lot of sound to have an animation you're like oh i'm gonna be able to play as this specific character you know like like it's 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 exciting it's fun it's exciting to get the thing that you've wanted for a long time it's it's it's, it is actually that is why they're used in games um i guess it's really difficult to be positive about loot boxes you because not not in a way that they're they're like inherently evil or that they're like you know kind of they're, they're definitely gambling or anything like that they're just they're just a little bit of a crappy mechanic like it just feels a little bit like Callan said like it feels a little bit crap to have to you know pay you know if you've bought a game to have to pay for something that's already in the game I guess like if you you've already bought the game but I know that you've bought the you know whatever it is whatever um you've bought the mechanic as well as the game, but also, like, that content is already there, so, you know, why is it basically hidden behind this random game of dice? Should the OFRC ban loot boxes? The Films, Videos, and Publications Classification Act. That is something that's set in stone, and so we have to classify everything based on this specific piece of law, and loot boxes just aren't covered by that kind of law. We talk about sex, we talk about crime, we talk about horror, we talk about violence, we talk about cruelty, and loot boxes just really aren't part of that. So there's really nothing that I could do personally as a classification advisor if a parent came up to me and was like, you need to ban this because I have loot boxes. Like, we can't just snap our fingers and make it disappear because it's going to be something that's going to stick around for quite a while. And as we said earlier, it's definitely going to evolve a bit, but we're still going to have loot boxes. They're not the best, but they I don't think they need to be banned. I think some sort of warning to parents on like the box or something if if anyone still buys physical games, but I guess there just needs to be 
more awareness of how, like, how small of a chance of what you're going to get. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information, please see our website and look at our blog posts on loot boxes.